Well, I say we hire a couple of wranglers to go upstairs and beat the shit out of him. Welcome to the Greatest List Podcast, a show about music and lists. This season, your hosts, Jason and Eric, are counting down the top 50 movie soundtrack songs from the 80s. Think your favorite made the list? Tune in and find out. Take it away, boys. Welcome back to Greatest Lists, a music and talk podcast featuring lists of the greatest songs of all time. I am Eric, your host for this episode, and joining me in the co-pilot seat is a guy who's always pouring himself a cup of ambition, Jason. <laughs> yes, I have it. Let me uh, let me take a drink real quick here. Yeah. Get my ambition going for this episode. I'm going to need it, man. I'm going to need it. Oh, that's great. Uh, before we get started, this episode is sponsored by HalloweenCostumes.com. You can save 20% on your next order by clicking the promo link in today's show notes. But don't wait too long because the 20% offer expires Halloween night. Uh, we Also, thanks to everyone who entered our guest, our top 10 giveaway. Jason will be giving us a leaderboard update at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. We're continuing our list of the top 50 80s movie soundtrack songs, and we are into the top 10 finally. Yes. And today, our number nine song is from a movie that I quote on the daily to this day. <laughs> We're talking about Dolly Parton's 9 to 5 from the movie 9 to 5. By the Numbers. Written and recorded by Dolly Parton for the 1980 comedy film of the same name. Uh, It also appears, uh, in addition to appearing on the film's soundtrack, it was the centerpiece of of Parton's album 9 to 5 and Odd Jobs, which was released later in 1980. The song was released as a single in November of 1980 and spent a week at number one in February of 1981. Hmm. It also reached number one on the Billboard Country Charts in January of 81. The song was certified gold in February of 81 and platinum in September of 2017. Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, This was a huge crossover hit for Parton, who expanded her audience uh, to the world of mainstream pop, and Parton became only the second woman to top both the U.S. country singles chart and the Billboard Hot 100 with the same single. Hmm. Uh, The song garnered Parton an Academy Award nomination and four Grammy Award nominations, winning her the award for Best Country Song and Best Country Vocal Performance by a Female. Uh, In 2009, uh, in an interview, Parton talked about the unlikely inspiration for this song, her fingernails. She had very long acrylic nails and discovered that when she rubbed them together a certain way, she created a rhythm that sounded like a typewriter. And since the movie was about secretaries, she was able to use that sound to compose the song on the set. Oh, weird. While she was on the set acting in the movie, she did this. She even played her fingernails as part of the percussion sound when she recorded the track. That's crazy. I know, isn't that crazy? She wrote this song on the set while playing her fingernails. <laughs> That's talent, people. It's talent right there. Let's get personal. So my history with this song is really uh, my history with the movie as well as usual when it comes to my history with these songs. <laughs> I actually saw this movie in the theater with my cousin when I was 11 years old. Uh, and honestly, when I saw it, um, I was too young to get most of it. I didn't, you know, when you're 11, you don't think about working in an office or uh, right. you know any of that stuff. 
it kind of it all went over my head. I didn't know what they were smoking in the in those scenes. Uh, oddly enough, my cousin knew. I don't. I, I, we never got into that, but he knew what they were smoking. Um, but we did own um, the forty-five single, uh-huh. and my parents still had an eight-track in the car. Oh, and we, nice! And we owned Dolly's eight-track for nine to five and odd jobs, uh, and I played the song all the time on the record player. Uh, and then when I could get my parents to change the tape to Dolly, that's the only song I would play. And when it would finish, I would make it go back and play it again. Um, now, when the movie finally debuted on HBO a couple of years later, or a year later or so, or so later, um, that's when I watched it with my mom. I don't know why we watched it together. I can't remember why, but I was like 12, maybe 12 and a half. Um, and uh, it, it made more sense to me at that time. Um, and that's when my real history, my mom and I, he, my mom and I actually, this is a weird uh, habit I have with my family members. My mom and I quote this movie to one another. Um, uh, and it was actually, there's a quote in the movie where the girls are talking, they had just, had, they have just kidnapped their boss and they're trying to figure out what to do with them. Uh, and Dolly, actually Dolly Parton says, I say we hire a couple of Wranglers to go upstairs and beat the shit out of him. <laughs> That was the only time I could ever curse in front of my mother when I was <laughs> quoting this movie. <laughs> because I was saying and she would laugh at it. Yeah, I, and I took yeah. advantage of it all the time. So, um, But it was one of those movies, I, I think I've mentioned this before, if I don't remember what movie it was, but there were certain movies I saw when I was a kid that I thought that's how life was gonna be when you grew up. Um, mm -hmm. Like when I saw Urban Cowboy, I thought you were gonna graduate high school, move to the big city, work in the oil field and go to go to the bar every weekend. And I thought when I saw nine to five, finally, when I was a little bit older, I thought that's how life was going to be. You go to a, you go to an, a, an office, you punch in, you know, just all right. of that. I thought that's how life was going to be. And, and quite frankly, my, the first job I had, like big boy job out of college, I had one of those time clocks like they did in the movie. Mm -hmm. And I remember punching in one day going, huh, nine to five was right. This is what life was going to be like. <laughs> yeah. A little foretelling. So yeah, yeah. No kidding. So what about you? Do you have any history with the, the movie or the song? I have more with the song. Speaking of moms, my mom had the 45 single in my childhood nice. years and it was on rotation with the rest. Uh, I haven't seen the movie much over the years. Uh, you know, probably a few times. I vaguely remember it being like on cable yeah. Probably in the later 80s or early 90s, you know, you flip past and you see it. Um, I just watched it the other night on HBO Max, like I said, for uh, Say Anything. <laughs> that the, Those two and uh, another one that we'll be talking about in a couple of episodes all are on HBO Max this month. So I was trying to catch up on some of these movies that I had not seen in a while. And nice. I made it to about the part where, you know, Lily Tomlin is Snow White and the animals are, you know, oh, with you're... their... <laughs> and you didn't finish I, it? I didn't end up finishing it. Oh, no. dude, it's so good. I know, I know. I'm, <laughs> I I don't know. I just didn't uh, didn't make it through it. But oh, uh, it it's a I do appreciate this song. I know it was hugely popular, and you know, uh, only a few times, and mainly in the early '80s, is when we had some of these country crossovers. Yeah, happen. And hasn't happened too much over the years since then. But uh, I do appreciate the song, I guess, more than the movie because, you know, like I said, it was in my rotation as a kid, uh, <laughs> spinning those, spinning mom's 45s. Yeah. So. The Breakdown.
So I love Dolly's voice. I always have. She has this timbre to it and this her vibrato is just so is it's it's beautiful almost. I just love the way she sings. It doesn't matter what style she's singing, whether it's you know, country pop or country rock or even bluegrass and country and, or western. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, she does, you know, a, a lot of her older stuff is, you know, like like old country and bluegrass. She yeah. just, I mean, she can sing anything and she sounds good singing anything. Um, so that's my, that's always my, any Dolly Parton song. That's my favorite part of it is her voice. As far as the song and the music goes, I love the horn, the the horn hits that happen all through this, all through uh-huh, the, uh-huh. the song. And then at the end, you know, there's a there's that little out, out outro of, of of horns playing. Yeah, yeah. And, and I've I've always loved the t- the typewriter clack in the middle of the song. I don't know why, but then when I read that those that that she played her fingernails as part of the yeah. percussion that just made me laugh because i've always liked that clack in the back and most people don't you know people that you know maybe were born 20 years after this they don't remember what that sounds like but you know, i had <laughs> right. a, i yeah. had a typing class in high school so i know that sound yeah yeah you know, i wrote a lot of stuff on on typewriter so that just cracked me up that that was part of the song yeah what about you oh i wrote it that's my favorite part of the song just because it fits so well which just the thinking about the movie yeah. and you know that whole office setting and that's just so interesting to me that she she did that with her Put that in there. yeah <laughs> but it it works with the song as well yeah and you know I wouldn't call this a true country song it's got more I guess more pop feel yeah it really to it. does and you can yeah. see why it crossed over yeah but I'm just I'm not into country music in the least I had like one little era in the 90s flirtation yeah yeah my my country phase yeah. uh where i was listening to alan jackson and garth brooks but yeah. uh mom she had some other what i would call more country songs or, or country artists like i remember spinning elvira by the oakridge boys oh and yeah some eddie rabbit you know i love a rainy yeah. night and some, <laughs> some alabama. Of his hits. yeah alabama so i got a little bit of country along the way but it's just not my bag Right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm more into the new wave, you know, around this time anyway. But yeah, true. Uh, yeah, I, I it's still it's so catchy, and I do appreciate it. So nine to five comes in at number nine on the on our countdown of the top fifty '80s soundtrack songs. Uh, and this week's bonus song, since it wasn't an actual soundtrack for the movie, other than this song and then a bunch of the mm-hmm. uh, background music that you hear in scenes. Um, Dolly Parton has a version of Stairway to Heaven. Have you ever heard it? No, it's really awesome. Yeah, it's and I love it because I love the way she sings it. Um, and I actually just stumbled onto it one day. I saw the video for it, and uh, it's it's uh, it's it's, it's I think it's incredible. Um, when I saw her perform it in this video, um, she has a, like a bluegrass band playing with her, and they break it down at the end of it and kind of speed really? up yeah, yeah it's it's phenomenal and i mean it just i'll just let you you can listen to it and, and judge okay. for yourself but okay. yeah that's I'm our bonus song is gonna be stairway to heaven um, <laughs> so jason why don't you give us a an update on our leaderboard yeah yeah so nine to five was a big swing and a miss from all <laughs> of our contestants you got them good you're welcome none Gary. of them had <laughs> none of them had nine to five on their list so oh. our continue our leader continues to be gary with two points and tim karen and chad all with one wow nobody got yeah. that one nobody got it 
Man. It would have been a big swing and a miss for me, too, I must say. That's so, crazy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not my bag, and apparently not theirs either. Apparently, it was only in my bag. Good for you. Good yeah, for good you. for me. Yeah. yeah. That was, I, should that... have, I should have entered the contest. I would have won. <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> so if you have uh, Spotify Premium, stay tuned, and you'll hear Stairway to Heaven in its entirety. Um, if you're a free Spotify user, you're going to hear just a quick snippet of the song. But if you're listening outside Spotify, visit the Song Whip links in the show notes, and that will connect you to the songs in your favorite music app. Give us your thoughts on today's episode via social media. You can find us on Twitter at Greatest Lists or connect with our website, greatestlistpodcast.com, uh, if you want to stream the episodes in your browser. Jason will take over for our next episode, which is the number eight pick. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening to The Greatest Lists, and we look forward to continuing our countdown next time. You've been listening to The Greatest Lists.